Hi, how are you? Good morning. Good morning. I feel like we've been like for the past couple months had such a weird schedule. I can't like, I'm loving just like waking up. I watched a movie, drank some coffee, ate some cereal. Oh, what kind of cereal? It was multigrain Cheerios. Oh, okay. Thrilling. Uh, What what movie did you watch? (laughs) For Sama. Oh, okay. <laughs> One Look of the Oscar documentary shortlists. <laughs> nice. I uh, woke up at 7.37, which is about seven mm. minutes after I normally wake up. Every single day I wake up between like 7.15 and 7.40. There's, mm-hmm. I've come, gotten to the point in my life where I just can't sleep in anymore. 7.47 though, that's... 7.37. slept in like... 7.37 a day. I was like, you slept in seven minutes. What are you talking about? <laughs> yeah. Um, and I had some breakfast tacos. I made them. We nice. actually, did you see, I made a Bon Appetit recipe on Yes. Friday. How did it turn out? It was good. Um, I can did... vouch for the quality of the margaritas based on some of the fun videos I got. Uh, yeah. <laughs> we had a lot of Casamigos. Um, yeah, basically... There was a fear of a tornado um, Mm -hmm. here in Austin. And so my roommate, Steph, I don't know why I just introduced her as such when I've been (laughs) talking about her for this entire podcast. Uh, She asked if I just wanted to like play games and, you know, drink and whatnot. And Mike and I were already planning on perhaps making those Bon Appetit cashew crema cauliflower tacos and so i Shout asked out them, andy bergani <laughs> that's right and so i asked them if they'd be interested in that and so steph was in charge of the margaritas and we were in charge of the tacos but it really became a group effort um and then her boyfriend made spanish rice and refried beans beautiful so it was a whole great spread we had some guac chips and guac chips and salsa it was great that sounds amazing. Yeah. I'm jealous. I can't remember. What did I eat on Friday? Oh, yeah, Darcy. Wait. Yeah, we made chicken. Oh, yeah. <laughs> nice. Just chicken. Just chicken. Uh, yeah, and then last night or yesterday, we went to a brewer or two breweries in town. We're having a, um, they like, they made a joint beer. Mm. Um, which I kind of, uh, I thought they like, that meant they held hands and sang Kumbaya and like actually made the beer together, but instead it was like they used the same recipe, but made them with like their, uh, hops. (laughs) Yeah. Like their own shit. And so they're slightly different. So we got the beers called New Kids on the Block at the first brewery and they had a shuttle Mm -hmm. that was running in between breweries too, which was kind of fun. That Um, was fun. But they made, or Steph and I had the beer at the first brewery. And so we got to the second one. They were like, oh, and you should try our collaborative beer, New Kids on the Block. And me and her were like, oh, we already had that. And the bartender started explaining to us that it's a bit different and blah, blah, blah. So I turned around to tell the boys. And they uh, they seemingly understood that from the the get-go. From the (laughs) get-go. Yeah, I don't, you know. I'm not going to say I know a lot about beer. Um, We're not brewmasters. This podcast has nothing to do with beer. Think of how many hobbies you already have. Who has the time to get into something else? I know how to drink beer. (laughs) Right. I'm great at that. (laughs) Yeah. I really excel at drinking beer. But basically that just meant that we 
drank beer from like three in the afternoon to like 8 p.m. And mm-hmm. so then when we left, I was just exhausted. And Steph had told me that the Taco Bell box, the $5 box right now is a Chalupa box. And it's a hard taco, a Chalupa, and a double stack, which I love the double stack. And so You're like, this is basically my ideal order. Exactly. And it's only $5, <laughs> making it like $3 cheaper than what I normally get. Um, you pick up a Baja Blast and you might get a night. <laughs> okay. Well, so then we've got an Uber to go through the Taco Bell drive-thru. And so like, we got to the intercom and I said, I would like one Chalupa box, $5 box. And they told me that they didn't have like the normal nacho cheese double stack. They had only like Chipotle ranch or mayo or something. And I was Ugh. like, ew, I don't want that. And so I was like, fine, I'll just get a number six. And then I was like, can I get Dr. Pepper? The guy was like, no, we don't have that. And I was like, okay, I'm not trying to be an asshole, but like, did you have that in the past or am I imagining it? Like I was just trying to figure out if like they ever had Dr. Pepper. And right. they're like, yeah, the like fountain's just out. And I'm like, okay. And so then Micah ordered and I asked him what he wanted to drink. And he said he wanted the, like, was it Baja Blast or whatever the right. um, specific Mountain Dew flavor was. Yeah, Baja And they're Blast, like, we don't have that either. And I'm like, it's 830 this at night. This is your signature drink. <laughs> it's 830 at night on a Saturday. Like, you better get this shit together before – people more drunk than us come and so then like we went to check out and I was just like just out of curiosity it's like this not the Taco Bell that I should be coming to because you guys seem to be out of a lot of things oh my gosh and he was (laughs) like no and I he or he said that um the delivery truck normally comes on Wednesdays but oftentimes it blows them off and so I was like, okay, well, is there another Taco Bell I should be going to in town? And he was like, no. And I was like, why? And he was like, because Taco Bell's not good. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, okay, just give me my food. And they didn't oh even God. give us the right hot sauce. So thank God I just picked up hot sauce from the grocery store, like Taco Bell branded hot sauce. But oh my God, it was a real struggle for me. I'm dying at so many aspects of the story. I mean, they're out of fucking <laughs> Taco everything. Bell's not good. Thank God I had just bought my Taco Bell branded hot sauce. <laughs> <laughs> but also, I mean, I guess if you think about it, like there's absolutely nothing about fast food that's glamorous. And so yeah. would you really want to work in like your favorite fast food restaurant? Like you would no, probably I- pick the one that you like the least. I think anywhere you work where you're especially if you're like dealing with customer service by the end of it you're gonna hate it because I mean think about like I mean this is not a one-for-one comparison but like I get annoyed by like people who are really into Star Wars on Twitter you know like you Mm -hmm. see them being annoying and insufferable and you're like I can't even enjoy this thing that in a vacuum I used to enjoy as much because Every, all of you assholes have ruined it for me. <laughs> See, I'm and a, I mostly just so, think of like if you don't like you wouldn't want even if I love Taco Bell, I don't I think know, I'd want to smell a Taco Bell kitchen day in and day out. No, you know, like I, I used probably to work never for a frosting eat. company, and I like still to this day if I smell buttercream, feel like I'm gonna th- vomit. <laughs> you worked for a frosting company. 
Yeah. Uh, the summer between junior and senior year, I had some very odd jobs. <laughs> wow. Because well, then you also, you worked for like a bike shop? Yeah, I worked for a bike shop for years. Um, so junior to senior year, I worked at the radio station and for a fondant company. Wait, is this high school um, or college? High school. Uh, what junior to senior doing? college, I worked at IBM, remember? I, you were there. I, I was going to say. <laughs> uh, uh, but up until that year, I worked what at What did you shop. do at the radio station? Um, so I wrote ad copy. I would, it was like a quality rock radio station. I would occasionally on Thursdays suggest songs that could go into the repertoire because it, I was the youngest person there by... 20 30 years yeah you're <laughs> so, like so uh the strokes do you like the strokes <laughs> i think i remember specifically i only ever suggested one song that the guy in charge was like yes and i like heard it on the radio and was like this was me and i care what, what it's called but it was that edward sharp and the magnetic zeros song <laughs> yes yeah 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 they're like big songs so, I remember he loved that song. And I remember being like, this one? <laughs> like, I mean, sure, but funny, oh, you know. Yeah. This is literally 10 years ago. Yeah. <laughs> I feel very old. Alabama, Arkansas. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> nice. That well, one. fun. What have you been up to this weekend? Can we get a Paddington update? How's Paddington? Yeah, Paddington update. He's great. I love him so much. He's um he's started like he smells my every time I come by, he like hops to the front of the cage and like sniffs my hands or my feet. Um he eats apple slices out of people's hands now. Cat and Jimmy came over yesterday and Cat was feeding him a little apple slice. So Cute. that was good because I was worried like he is like He's been getting a lot more comfortable. I mean, it's been a week, you know, but (laughs) I want him to be like social and not like to skittish around other people. So I was glad that like within minutes of meeting Kat, he was friendly and eating slices. Yeah. Um, And he's like walking around. Yep. He walks around. He's still really bad at the... um, the floor, the hardwood floor is really slippery. His little back legs can't get much traction to do any hops. Mm-hmm. So, but when he's on, once he makes it to the carpets, he's good. Um, I don't know. He seems happy. Everything's normal. I'm taking him, I'm establishing him at the vet on Friday. Ooh, fun. Exciting. Nice. Do you want to do a yeah. quick Instagram plug for him? Oh, yeah. At Paddington Rabbit. <laughs> I I have like 40 followers. Yeah. <laughs> it's really picking up steam. Yeah. <laughs> Not How did how um, did Paddington like the globes? Paddington was indifferent. <laughs> um well because he thought that Eddie Murphy was going to win, so I didn't know. He if- did think that Eddie Murphy was going to win, but Paddington's like the globes don't really matter. The only way in which they really have any say in the matter is that um, the Hollywood Foreign Press Association likes to feel like they are um, guessing what the Oscars are going to win because he thinks that, that that they think that legitimizes them. Um, and I was like, Paddington, honestly, too, too wise for your age. Uh, <laughs> and, then, um, and then he said uh, he, he liked how the TV stuff went, though. So I was like, Paddington, I didn't know you were up to date on Succession. He was like, yeah, duh. Pat, I didn't know Paddington, he's already <laughs> consumed Fleabag? 
Well, <laughs> I mean, it's half a joke, but also he's seen season two. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, well, do you want to quickly go over? Do like a quick Globes recap? If yes. we pause for a second, I can drop in the awards watch. Uh, yeah. Audio Oscar clip. watch. All right. Here it is. <laughs> well, I know it's going to be a long season till the Academy named the one. Until then, we're going to speculate on J-Lo. This is Oscar Watch. Oscar Watch. Do we think that Greta's odds are blown? <laughs> we can keep going now. Yep. Oh gosh, so funny. But um yeah, so I mean there were some interesting things. Overall I thought it was kind of boring. You thought it was I guess, boring? But a little bit. Oh, I thought it was fun. I thought there were a lot of upsets. There were upsets, but uh I don't know. Like Taryn, is that, is that one? Taryn, I did not expect for him. Uh, mm-hmm. And, um, well, I guess 1917 did a lot better than I yes. thought they were going to well, do. Well, so I I guess I thought that was boring because that's the only one I hadn't seen and I was like pissed. <laughs> I was like, well, I can't say anything about oh, this Oh, okay. <laughs> well, I think in a couple of weeks we will say stuff. We've both seen it, but. We've both seen it now. Yeah, had to. <laughs> I mean, I have, uh, I don't know. I think you liked it more than I did. I really liked it, but I find it like kind of a, I don't know. It's not like as exciting of a choice to me. And I wanted Bong Joon-ho to win. Yeah. Director. Well. So. And the thing is, I mean, it's different because the Globes doesn't have cinematography. And that's the one that's like, I feel like an obvious lock. Oh, for sure. And so I'm like. I wonder if at the Oscars, if, I mean, I can still see it doing really well, but I wonder if some people will give it cinematography and then be like, okay, and then maybe I'll do something else for a director, you know? Yeah. Um, well, but Succession had a good night. Jesse Armstrong. Succession had a good night. Uh, Brian Cox. Fleabag had a good Fleabag night. Fleabag had Brian a good Cox. night. So that was exciting. Brian Cox, when he won and he kissed Kieran Culkin. How excited were you? How excited. <laughs> I was thrilled. Are you kidding? Yeah. I like screamed and slapped my sister. Mm. I was like, Darcy. Yeah, I thought more or less that it was a pretty interesting night that I think may- I wasn't as upset about 1917 winning, uh, but I mostly I wasn't didn't upset. I was just like, it. I can't comment on this. Yeah. You know? Oh, my God. Brad Pitt. Brad Pitt won. Remember, he called Leonardo DiCaprio Brad LDC. Which yeah, uh, that was. We wild. like started I screaming because we're like LDC. <laughs> Is this a nickname? LDC was exciting. I do think that. Um, I mean, barring anything crazy happening, I think they probably. Well, I don't know. Last year was kind of a wild card at the Oscars, but I feel like they had all the favorites win the acting. Mm-hmm. categories drama not like Taryn but um I think Brad Pitt Renee um, I thought Renee was shocking mostly because Joaquin. I thought that Judy was <sighs> right I know but people are still talking about it like it's like it's 
What was it's up with her the wife voice? of this year? <laughs> her, all of a sudden, she was voice. just like very, very, very like country. Oh, I don't just, know. Like, it, I was, uh, she has a I weird was, voice. Like, has she always sounded like this? And uh, I don't know. Maybe she has. She has a very weird voice. Yeah. Um, but I think they like Aquafina and Taryn. I don't like. It'd be exciting if they got nominations, but I don't think they're like. Yeah. Gunning for winning, but the others I feel like is pretty interesting. At least they're the front runners. But I mean, Glenn Close was the front runner last year, and she didn't. Yeah. Win. Well, and then. And I thought Lady Gaga was the second up, and she didn't win. So it should happen. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I can't wait for the nominations tomorrow. Yeah. I'm so excited. I know. Um. <laughs> And then, well, and I was really surprised when Rami uh, won for oh, TV. Oh, yeah. Because did you watch that show? I didn't, but it played at South By, and we just didn't get to it. And then things happened. Yeah, I watched it, I didn't get to it. weirdly enough, when I was in Cannes. Because I think it was, there were like 30-minute oh. episodes, and I think there was maybe like eight yeah. or ten of them. And so I had to like get home from watching movies all day and just need to like lay in bed and look at something. And so I'd pop that show yeah. on. Um, so it was just like funny that like that's what I was watching when I was in Cannes. But yeah, it was like, it was a good show. Um, see, it's interesting because him and Aquafina did the A24 podcast episode together. So it's yes. kind of fun to see yes. them win. and. I saw that she posted something, you know, celebrating him. So I don't know if they have like a bit of a friendship now or what's going on there. That'd be fun. But yeah, like so that was kind of fun. And I know that for season two, I think Mahershala Ali is going to be in it. Yeah, and I bet I'm. I it's this is the one thing that like I feel like is exciting about the Globes. Like when something like that wins, like people will watch it. Yeah, yeah. You know? I mean, it brings a little more. You know, I mean, a lot of the Globes is like kind of bringing attention to something i mean i bet a ton of people saw 1917 this weekend because it won best picture and sam mendes went up and said oh okay uh go see it this weekend yeah <laughs> you know like i think 19 and then if it gets nominated for a bunch of oscars tomorrow then a bunch of people will see it next weekend too yeah because i think it's limited release was in like 11 theaters or something absurd like that yeah it was really small because i was like i thought it was like a christmas day thing and then it didn't happen and i do think i mean it kind of worked out for them getting this like late season buzz but like honestly that's such a good like take your family over the holidays movie like yeah. grandpa will watch a war movie <laughs> i texted my <laughs> like, dad as soon as it ended and i was like you need to see this asap knowing that there's no way in hell my mother would see it my dad doesn't go to the mm-hmm. movies alone he doesn't go to movies with buddies basically if he sees if he doesn't see the movie with me then he doesn't see it um, but we're going right. to be together in Arizona at the end of February. And so I was like, if it's still out, like, I'll see it with you. And I'm like, if it, like, with all of the awards buzz, if it gets a ton of nominations, the Oscars is on February 9th. And so then it's like, it just would have to stay in for another, like, three weeks this after the Oscars. This is such a quick voting period. It, like, hasn't even really sunk into yeah. me yet. Less than a month. Is that normal? I don't know. Last year it was longer because it was like almost March, wasn't it? Yeah. Huh, well, anyway, fun. Yeah. So, I, lo- I love I love this time of year. Yeah, it's my favorite <laughs> season. Yeah. Uh, any um, other Globes thoughts? I'm trying to think. LDC was a big moment. Um, Ricky Gervais. Was uh, Ricky Gervais. 
Yeah, I mean, it was kind of whatever. Uh-huh. Um, they announced Tina and Amy for next yep. year, which is fun. Yeah, I saw that. Um, the Oscars announced they're not having a host. Yep. So kind of, I guess, you know, they set that precedent last year. Um, I don't know. Are you getting your plans I'm, for I, your I, Oscar I, party already? So I, <laughs> yeah, but I feel like I can't like send the invite out until the nominations are announced because, um, you know, I don't want to be too thirsty, but I mean, tomorrow will be, you know, three weeks, four weeks out. Yeah. I'm going to start playing. I don't know if I'm going to do an Oscar recording. party or I think Alma Drafthouse normally screens it. So I might see if right. I can wrangle someone to go with me to see it there. Right. I considered at some point this year being like, maybe I won't do it. Um, it's kind of like every year it's gotten a little bigger and it's my apartment has not. And, um, you know, but then, I mean, I've had like three people individually reach out to me and be like, I, I'm excited. I'm going to be in town for your Oscar party this year. And yeah. I'm like, oh, <laughs> ah, OK, cool. We're doing it. Um, but. I don't know. It, I mean, it's really fun to do, and everyone gets into it, and I like decorating and having themed snacks and stuff. Yeah. So I need to figure out what I'm doing in that regard this year. Maybe go take a page from Booksmart and do all of those snacks. Yeah. <laughs> Salah, me being your Oscar host <laughs> has been the greatest honor of my life. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> See if anyone gets it. Or if they're like, wow, she's yeah, just lazy. I, <laughs> I mean, if Booksmart gets nominated for an Oscar, hopefully. Original screenplay. That's that's my hope. Yeah, that'd be awesome. Could happen. Could happen. Yeah. Um, I want there to be a, a lot of surprises tomorrow, except for in foreign films and documentary, in which case I want it to be the ones that I've watched. That's fair. <laughs> well, uh, do you think that there's any chance that Little Women's going to get anything? Um, There's been a lot yeah, of buzz I mean, around Greta recently. Yeah, I think Greta could be. I think Greta. I think it could be Greta, and I wonder how much Oscar voters are looking at, like how much shit the Baptists are getting and the Globes for not having a female nominee. That's what I was just about and to say. Like, I hate to reduce it down she, to the fact that just down to the fact that Greta's a woman. But I do wonder I if like because there's some buzz. I mean, she even said that people came up to her at the Globes and were like, I, I voted for clip. you. And then she just like thought to herself, like, I wasn't even nominated. These like people are just fucking lying. Well no, you didn't <laughs> Yeah, I mean, because I wasn't nominated, I was like, "Oh my god, I'm obsessed." But um, and then the other things, I mean, there's like a ton of great female directors this year, and what makes me think it could be Greta is she's been nominated in the past, like she has like a history yeah. of being an Oscar nominated director. Like as much as I'm obsessed with Hustlers, and I think Lorraine Scavario is like an amazing director, I think there's a higher bar of entry for people who. You know, like, look at that as, like, a trashier movie than, like, an adaptation of an American classic, yeah. you know? And and she's not, like, a super known entity, I guess, which sucks. But I can see that being some people's thought. If Hustlers gets nominated in any regard, it'll be bonkers for me. I mean, J-Lo, I feel like it's a give. I can only hope. 
uh, like if I mean if Jayla isn't nominated, it's like why do I even do this? <laughs> <laughs> I know this isn't a visual medium, but I just got really visibly. Stressed. She did. She did. Well, let's move on. Let's move on from our awards talk, Oscar talk, whatever mm-hmm. your song was that Oscar watch. Oscar watch. Excuse. Mm-hmm. Um, and the movie that we're going to talk about this week is. Little women. Little women. <laughs> Pretty woman. <laughs> no, little women. I know, women. but is that was that what you're riffing the, off of? No, Seventh Heaven. Oh. <laughs> was it you that sent me that? Yeah. Um, it was, there's a video going around where it says, every, it's a Seven Heaven theme song, but every time I say Seventh Heaven, I say Little Women. <laughs> yeah. Little women. Oh, my God. <laughs> Um, but yeah, so would you like to give a quick a quick synopsis of Little Women? I'll give a quick synopsis of the hundred pa- hundreds of pages of books of Little Women that spans over, I think, <laughs> a decade. No, less than that. Six years, maybe. Well, okay. The seven, so Little Women. But I don't know. I don't know. That's <laughs> yeah. to uh, the book. Right, Little Women. Um, It is a story written by Louisa May Alcott about four sisters during the Civil War era living in Massachusetts. They live with their mother named Marmee, and they are in order of age. The oldest is Meg. Second is Joe. Third is... I I always mess these two up. Beth, and then Amy is the youngest. Yeah, which was surprising to me. When I saw the movie, I thought that Beth was the youngest. Because Beth plays with dolls. But, True. But, I mean, they're all just kind of playing younger than they right. do in the movies, you know. But, um, basically, uh, the book traditionally opens up and they're young. I think it's, you know, Meg's 16 or 17. Mm-hmm. And they're all, you know, teared down from there. Uh, and their father is away at war their wealthy grandmother lives nearby they go to school they goof off joe writes um they all act in joe's plays that she Mm -hmm. writes beth plays piano amy paints meg acts they're very renaissance really all have different artistic talents (laughs) um and a big plot point of the movie is their next door neighbor is Theodore Lawrence, mm-hmm. aka Laurie, mm-hmm. uh, played by Timothy Chalamet in the movie. Um, and they kind of make friendship with him. And throughout time, he, he has you know different relationships with all of them. They have relationships with each other. Um, like I didn't run through the cast. But it's an all-star Marnie, cast. It's an all-star cast. Marmee is Laura Dern. Mm-hmm. Uh, Aunt May is... Meryl Streep. Queen Meryl. Yes. Uh, Meg is Emma Watson. Joe is Saoirse Ronan. Beth is Eliza Scanlon. Mm-hmm. And Amy is Florence Pugh. I don't have notes, people. I'm going yeah. right the day. <laughs> she is. She is. And, like, um, when you... So, can you imagine? Because Emma Stone was initially cast as Meg, right? Yes. I feel like that would have been so weird. It Like, honestly, it's funny because I feel like a lot of people left this version and was like, Emma Watson was kind of the weak point. But I just think, like, she is kind of such a Meg. Like, I don't know if Emma Stone has, like, 
she doesn't seem as this is gonna sound terrible but like just like domestic yeah (laughs) like i don't know i've like put seeing her put on like a period dress i guess a la the favorite and just kind of like fall in love i don't know i think emma's emma watson was really good in it i know a lot of people think that's a hot take but i think she like brought to the like screen what meg is you know like she's like happy and in love and like wants i think that perhaps the criticism is more on emma watson and her acting abilities instead of just like emma watson playing the character as it was written for her like i don't think emma watson's a great actress by any stretch of the imagination but like i it didn't Mm -hmm. like pull me out of it too much watching her as meg um i think she's hit her what or hit or miss i think she's hit and miss yeah uh, like her accent like, was like I, a I mean, little, I didn't. I'm like, you could have done a little bit better. Like they're all in this cast working with accents. Like the best accent she's ever done is Alexis Knight. Oh my god, the bling ring. <laughs> <laughs> the bling ring is incredible. That scene where she's outside the courthouse and she's like, I could, I might want to rule a country one day. For all I know, <laughs> like, that movie. I don't know. I just. I think about that a lot. Yeah, that um, makes sense. It's not you. important. Um, <laughs> yeah, I know. Um, but yeah, so I mean, the and the biggest part is just kind of like the relationships between the sisters. You can tell uh, Greta Gerwig, the directors we've mentioned, um, really wanted to focus on that and the dynamic of kind of all the girls in the house and how they interact yeah. and. Uh, women yeah exactly and like (laughs) I remember I saw the trailer and in the trailer they have Joe's like monologue where she talks about how like women they have 99% of Joe's monologue you you have it no in the trailer is 99% exactly and it's like kind of just like this like feminist outcry where she's like women's they have minds they have hearts and then she does like all ends of the spectrum and like so I went into the movie thinking it was going to be a bit more of like a feminist kind of movie but then right. spoiler alert should we drop in the spoiler alert audio right here <laughs> I'd stop the podcast if I were you we're gonna spoil this movie or this tv show but there's still something you can do. I'd stop the podcast. I'd stop the podcast if I were you. I'm so embarrassed. <laughs> uh, spoiler alert, though. That, like, actually in the movie, and I guess, I don't, I, so I listened to the book, and I, I never read it as a kid, and I was uh-huh. actually going to get into this with you in a minute. But in the movie, she kind of says, like, yeah, that she, like, has all of these things and she feels like she's, like, like women are these dimensional characters, but also, like, she is lonely and she wants to be loved and she wants to love. And so the first time I saw it, I was a bit shocked because I was like, this is not what I was expecting. Right. And then the second time I saw it, I was obviously, like, more accustomed to the, the storyline and how it's going to progress and whatnot. And, like, since then, I've been, like, so, like, full of glee. And it's, like... It's honestly very powerful. 
Yes. Because, because like it's like we like women's stories are normally you either it's a rom com where it's like you fall for the guy and you fall in love, or it's like I'm a career woman and I'm a go getter and like I don't care about romance and like I'm just gonna like kick ass and take names and it's like but you're allowed to have all of it. And yeah. that's fine. And so like I don't know. I like I saw the monologue on Twitter the other day and they compared it to Celine from the before <laughs> trilogies. And yeah. I like literally like started tearing up because I was like, <laughs> fuck yeah, like this is great. So I'm going to I'm going to applaud Greta Gerwig for this. Yeah, I, mean, I think 100%. she did a really great job with this adaptation. 100%. And that monologue, I mean, it does like every time. I mean, we, we would tear up in the trailer. I mean, Nora oh, would yeah. full on cry. Um, and every I think. Every time I watch that trailer, I cry. Yeah. As soon and I think as it's, the music changes and Joe starts telling Meg, like, we can run away together. Basically, you don't have to get married. And Meg's just like, but Joe, like, this is what I want. That's when I start getting emotional. And Joe, I mean, like, in that scene, she is younger, you know, but when she's like, you'll be bored of him in six months, we'll be interesting forever. I'm like, Joe, this is so sad. Yeah. Like, I mean, it's, I mean, it's not, but like, also, like, you see, you know, like, when she says she's so lonely, I mean, it's kind of like the, I mean, the early scenes when they're younger. And it's like the house is so loud and it's Mm -hmm. like there's always like people are screaming at each other, yelling at each other, fighting, cooking. Mm -hmm. Like there's always like a million people. It feels like so full of like life and love. And then when she's having the monologue, like it's her and Marmy in the attic and she's the only one home and it's winter and it's empty. And spoiler alert, as we've said, Beth's died. You know, like, it will never be the same. Mm -hmm. And everyone else has kind of found something else to give, you know, them some kind of joy. And Joe was writing, but that hadn't really panned out yet. And Mm -hmm. she's, like, at home alone. And she's, like, now the one who used to have the most ambition to kind of get out and see the world. And now she's the last one left and Mm -hmm. kind of the one stagnant. And I'm like, Oh my gosh. And I mean, I, (laughs) I've always, when I read the book as a child, like, and I think it's a self-fulfilling prophecy. Anyone who reads the book as a child thinks they're a Joe because they're reading little women as a child, you know? (laughs) Yeah. Well, that's what I was going to ask what your relationship was with little women. Like, when did you read it first? Do you know? So I guess I don't know when I read it first, but elementary school because, or it was read to me at least, but I think I probably read it in like fourth or fifth grade because my grandma used to give us Madame Alexander dolls and mm-hmm. I like, which is like some doll. I don't know. They're like all in my closet at home. It's like some real grandma stuff to do, you know, but, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, and I got one that was Meg because, you know, my name is Meg. <laughs> and, um, and then my mom was like, Oh, like we should read the book. So I think a different, like my other grandma gave me a copy of little women for Christmas one year that I hadn't read. And it's still the copy I have, which is funny because like every grandma in my life was like obsessed with little women, I guess. Um, really? <laughs> Yeah, and so I read it, and I mean, you know, I think I liked it, but at that time I was like, okay, yeah, that was good, but where's Harry Potter? (laughs) Yeah. um, But I remember being like, I mean, it's totally like, if you were the nerdy kid who was reading 500 pages of Little Women and had, like, people in your life pushing Little Women on you, you're going to identify with Joe because she seems like the main character, and Mm -hmm. she's the one that's like 
the reader, I guess. So I identified with Joe, I guess. But Did you think of your sister as any of the characters when you were reading it? Were you like, oh my god, Darcy is such Darcy's a... Darcy is such an Amy. <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, she's definitely more of an Amy than all the others, I guess. And I probably did think i don't know what i should ask darcy is she also got a madame alexander doll from but i can't remember which little women she got so she probably knows mine's easy because you know same name but yeah <laughs> i don't know who she got I'll t- I'll, I'll yeah text and ask her. i don't quite know how i you know escaped from little women um i remember it was like i obviously like knew of the story like there's the friends episode where it's yeah. like a whole part of the episode it's like Rachel's favorite book, whatever. Um, and then when they announced that they were filming it, it was like pretty big and exciting because it was off of all of the Ladybird hype. Like Saoirse Ronan was coming back with Greta Gerwig. Timmy was coming back in it. And our friend Annabelle was just like amped and excited um, because shout out Annabelle. She, you know, loves Timothy Chalamet. Yeah. And so I was like aware of the filming of it. Um, but like I wasn't too excited about the actual movie and even like when there was like oh the trailer's coming out next week it's coming out tomorrow because I kind of like teased the trailer leading up to it I was still like yeah okay like I'm I'm excited or like I'm interested then I remember the trailer came out and my only feedback was that I liked the music (laughs) <laughs> and I like found the songs and listened to them so much that then I wanted to watch the trailer more. And right. then I got to the point where like I was watching the trailer pretty much every day, multiple times a day because <laughs> I was obsessed. I mean, another thing that's important to mention is Greta Gerwig's other directorial uh, mm-hmm. output is not your fave. So Correct. Like, I think I'm excited for Little Women because I mean, I just did my best of the year uh, or best of the decade, decade. from Mad About Movies, and Lady Bird was my number one. Which so, like, we were if talking you're telling about me Greta Gerwig's making a remake of one of my like childhood books with that cast. Like, yeah, I'm interested. <laughs> yeah. Um, then you had seen other adaptations, specifically the Winona Ryder, the, the 94. Bale. Yeah, I've actually never seen. There's one like a really old one um, with like Catherine Hepburn as Joe, and I haven't seen it. And I've thought about watching it, but um, in 2019, I watched like I, I took in a lot of Little Women content. I was like, maybe yeah. I'll give myself a little break and save yeah. this. <laughs> When did you watch the 94 one for the first time? Was it like after you finished the book? No, it was later. I mean, probably more like high school, actually. Mm. Because I think it was probably when I was like getting more into like Winona. (laughs) Well, yeah. And so that's worth mentioning that it's Winona Ryder. It's um, Claire Danes. Mm -hmm. uh, Christian Bale. Christian Bale. uh, Susan Sarandon. Okay. I can't remember the other. Oh, um, Kirsten Dunst, obviously, is Amy. Oh, yeah, yeah. Young so Amy, but then they have to recast one, old Amy. One woman. Yep. But. Um, I, I, I know her face, but I can't remember her name. Oh, okay. No big deal. Uh, well, so did you think that Little Women 2019, Greta Gerwig, met your your standards or... So, yeah, definitely. So I think we've kind of talked about the main barrier for entry and the thing that kind of caught me off guard the first time was the 
timeline of it. The kind mm-hmm. of um, jumping back and forth between, I guess we'll say, past and present, or which is kind of like first half of the book, second half of the book. Um, the first time I watched it, I mean, I still like loved it, but it, I was paying more attention to making sure I knew what timeline we're on, which like I don't know yeah. why it was. Like I know well, all the plot points is- of Little Women. I know when Beth gets sick. And then when she gets a better, and then when she dies, and when everyone's dating whoever, and yada, yada, yada. I didn't need to pay that much attention to it, but I was, like, on my first watch, hyper-aware. And then on the second watch, it felt, like, very natural, and I think it made yeah, a lot of I sense. Yeah, I agree. Uh, yeah, my parents, I talked to my mom on the phone the other night, and or other day, and she was saying that they might go see a little women this weekend. And I was like, oh, fun, and... She was like, yeah, I think I saw one version of the movie when I was a kid um, at the library because I was trying to like see how familiar she was with the story of it. And then mm. I gave her that little reminder, that little warning. And I was like, just so you know, like the timeline kind of jumps around a little bit, but it's fine. It's not a big deal. But kind the same with you. I think I was trying to pay so much attention to where we were that I couldn't just Mm -hmm. like sit back and enjoy it also I came in with like those expectations about this being this like feminist movie um and then with the second watch I think since I was able to like I knew what to what to expect um Mm -hmm. it's obviously I mean they like make it since the same actresses playing uh, girls of both ages they really just rely on hairstyles for you to like know it's very hairstyle centric <laughs> but it's but it's like not like that it's also which is the- kind of fun about it it's like uh amy has bra- like braids basically mm-hmm. when she's younger and bangs but like she still kind of keeps like the same like it fits that you're like, yeah, this girl would grow older and start like putting her hair in like a bun. Like she still like kind yeah. of braids her hair and it's like braided into a bun. It's like it stays, you know, with who you think these girls are. Yeah. And then the color palette stuff changes too a little bit. Like I feel like yeah. it's, everything's warmer when it's they're all young and in the house and everything. And then things oh, kind of yeah. get colder. Oh, that house I mean, looks so cozy. Oh my gosh, I know. Well, and then I feel like one of the biggest difficulties in making a Little Women movie is balancing the sisterhood stuff with the romance stuff. Because mm-hmm. in the book, you have a lot of time to get over. I mean, Joe turns down Lori. I mean, basically kind of the halfway mark. And then she mm-hmm. goes on and has a whole adult life and we yeah. all get over it. But it's hard in the movie since you... I mean, I think the fun stuff is the stuff when they're young in the house. So you want to like yes. show like this is how close they are. This is a camaraderie. So that when that is lost, you feel that loss. But since you're spending so much time and energy on that time period, like the whiplash from... Joe turning down Lori and then Lori marrying Amy like with less time that can feel very yeah uh, that's kind unsettling. of my biggest that's kind of my <laughs> biggest complaint with it is that it does just seem so quick but like yeah. in reality it's not it's yeah that's and it's hard it's the and then the jump. thing the second time I noticed because they establish um Professor Bear earlier in this one because of the time jump so really early on you see her 
flirting with um you see joe flirting with the professor in new york and they go out dancing first scenes yeah and i love that scene where they go dancing because you really are like these are joe's people you know like you see Lori and amy like later on in the new year's party Mm -hmm. like at that and like that's their kind of scene you're like it really does make sense when you look at it in a vacuum that these two would be together and these two would be together but then she takes you on the whole journey of how like they were best friends and how they were like he was in love with her and you are kind of like how can you not love him yeah (laughs) it's impossible for me to accept well except for when he's like drunken at that party and i find him to be very annoying but i do like every young joe and laurie scene they're always just kind of like playing with each other it's like nuzzling up against each other and like play fighting i don't know like i think that I don't know if it's because it's older people playing younger, but I think like all of the stuff when they're younger is so fun. Granted, it's also a lot more playful, but like I love like the chaotic energy of just them like in the house and everyone talking over each other. Like when they bring Meg home from the party and Lori's in the house for the first time and it's like all of them are there and then Marmy turns to him and he's like, she's like, oh, like, sorry, like my girl's, you know, whatever. Or even yeah. like when they, I'm thinking of also when they go to his house his for house, the first yes. time. Every time they're all together and he's kind of like standing observing and you have to like look at it like from an outside perspective, you're like, this is insanity. But it's like, yeah. seems so fun, so exciting. Yeah. Like, well, and I just love how like they so, I don't know what the rehearsal schedule was for them, but I feel like all of the girls have such a great chemistry. And they're all talking over each other, but it's like you understand and can hear each girl so well, and you know what's going on, but it's it's like just like this chaotic thing, and it's so fun, and so like, good job, Greta Gerwig, for that. Yeah, and the way she wrote it, if you look at the screenplay, it shows like it marks like Joe's line, and then halfway through Joe's line, there'll be a slash, and they'll be like, that's when Meg starts talking, and then there's a slash, and that's when Amy starts talking. Like, it's oh, that's so fun. Very specific on like, and they must have had to like do like the rhythm of how you would say it and stuff like that. And well, think about like how much. I mean, obviously, Greta Gerwig is an established screenwriter, but just mm-hmm. think about like it's one thing to be writing a draft of a script or whatever, and you're like, these are the lines, these are the things I want people to say, and then in your head be thinking of cadences yeah, and how like the people naturally speak, and then to be like, okay, well, so if I want Meg to speak next, and I'm and I want them to speak over each other like this, it's at this exact word. That's that's so cool. I'm gonna have yeah. to look that up. Yeah, you do because it was the the one that we were looking at was I think the scene when they're when Amy's like I want to be a painter and be the best in the world and when you look Mm -hmm. at that one they're all like talking over each other and I mean it's just I don't know it just feels really warm and like holy when that stuff I I just it makes me it makes me happy it makes me I know it does it makes me happy too like I just I love I'm like picturing like Joe and Lori it's when Meg's about to go off to her like debut or whatever it Mm -hmm. is and they're like getting her all ready and into the carriage and you can just see like Joe and Lori like fake like um 
fighting. Yeah, they're like, yeah, they're like playing a game where it's like you, you can like, like hit one hand yeah. and he's freeze. <laughs> and I just like, I think it's also like just a, a testament to the actors and to, you know, Greta and all the casting that just everyone gets along. They like, they all just fit together so well. Yes. And like, and obviously this, this chemistry between Sersha and Timmy was established in Lady Bird, but they really right. don't. They really, like everyone was like, Oh, it's them reuniting, but he's not really in Ladybird for that much. No, no. Like they I mean, don't I think really like, need chemistry. Basically, he's just like the aloof asshole, right? And she just is like, he's hot. Yeah, and but that's like, it. <laughs> it's so much more than that. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what I mean? It's like they don't need this great chemistry, but you can tell that like. They developed a friendship, and like when he yeah. like nuzzles up to her, we just uh, like squirm because we're like, oh my god, squirm. we love it. Yeah, I mean, and I think the other thing is like you can see why. I mean, like you know, I'm I'm sure we look back to like you know things or like crushes or relationships you had when you were younger, and you're like, oh, a different time, you know, mm-hmm. like, and but at the time they were the most important things. So like you understand how. They can both kind of like move on and yeah. you know find matches, and I think you know I really like her, and I I mean they did really well to cast uh, Louis Garrel as yeah. <laughs> Bear because he's very handsome, yeah. um, and definitely like I think a good match for her, and I think it's fun, but it is one of those things where you're like. I just like the stuff when they're young is like the most exciting part. And like, that's like why I think everyone wants like Laurie and Joe to get together. Cause you're like, look how good life was. Look how f- much fun you yeah. were having. Like it, it could be like that. <laughs> but like, I mean, you know, the difference between you at 16 and you at, you know, 24 isn't going to be the same. <laughs> yeah. Gosh, do I need to go see little women again today? <sighs> I want to, I think actually today I'm watching once upon a time in Hollywood though. Oh, fun. We were supposed to watch that last night, and then I got too tired. Yep. Um, yeah. Oh, it's just, it really is great. This is fun. This is exciting because now, I'm like I was telling you the other day, like I kind of want to rewatch Lady Bird, see if I can look at it with a different <sighs> perspective, set of eyes. I don't know. Maybe I should just like accept that I like this Greta Gerwig movie, and I've seen some of her other movies, and I like those, so I don't know. Yeah. Little woman. It's so sweet. <sighs> it really is. It's just like, it's so warm. Like, Alma's been yeah. having cozy screenings, and it's just like, yes, this is correct. Yeah. And an update on the doll situation. I texted Darcy, uh-huh. and I said, which little, win- little woman doll did you have? She said, I feel like probably Amy, or I didn't have one. And I said, okay. And then I texted my mom and I said, do you know which little women Malin Alexander doll Darcy had? I know I had Meg. She said, I'll have to look. I'm not home right now. It will be funny if it's Amy, smiley face. I'm not even sure she has one from Little Women, but I'll check later. So I got two exact answers. Great. <laughs> so All right. Be on the lookout for that update. Yeah. So looking at it now, which Little Women do you think you were when you were a child? Little Woman. As a child, uh, Joe, I mean, I was difficult and (laughs) Uh a pain in the ass and thought I was um, the shit. Yeah. As an adult, I don't think I'm really any of them. (laughs) 
I told you and Gan, I was like, I think I was probably like Amy. And you're like, ooh, right. terrible you take. You were the little sister. <laughs> I was the little sister, a little bit of a brat, um, obsessed with status or the continent <laughs> idea of status. Yeah. Like, I don't know. I I think, think I could have been an Amy. <laughs> yeah. I think I now I'm not an Aunt the which is not the ideal. Oh, and Aunt March and Paddington's um, your dog. <laughs> Paddington's my dog, and uh, I don't need a man because I'm I'm rich. You know, you Great. know the story. Sitting in my apartment. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, any other final Little Women thoughts? Who do you think is um, the best in the movie? That's so hard because I think Sersha has the most to do. You know. Yeah. But like. Well, and Florence Searcher's Pugh also is so been, good. Florence Pugh's my favorite. I'm so excited by all of the buzz she's getting these days. Yes. She's kind of the only one who's really getting any recognition from Little Women, which is absolutely insane. It is insane. Because but, I think, I mean, I you know I love Marriage Story, and Laura Dern is projected to be a favorite. But I think she's like, I think this is like, she's so good in this. Like, I mean, I think people are probably combining the two, you know, and just yeah. being like, oh, Laura Dern should win. But I don't know. I think, like, this is so much different than other stuff we've seen her do recently, you know? Like, I don't know. Yeah, Renata I, Klein I, I is not a big jump a from Marriage Story. Yeah, I don't re- begrudge her a win, but I do. I, I, like, I don't know. So many people are getting this. Yeah, I think Florence Pugh is 100% my favorite. Um... She, I mean, like, the thing is, is that it was kind of like we were talking when we were doing awards watch, and we were saying how, like, there's was some buzz for the two popes, and it's like, yeah, but it's like two, two like, famously good actors acting, right. and therefore right. they have a good performance. Is that anything like that uh, novel? Where, and like, that's kind of how I feel about Sersha Ronan. Like, she's just incredible in pretty much everything that she's in. That's like, kind of how I feel about Joaquin. Like, before no. I even saw Joker, if you explained the Joker to me, I could be like, yeah, I understand what Joaquin will do, you know? Like, yeah. and that doesn't mean it wasn't impressive and good, but it's like when it's just what I expect from you, it's less exciting than like when you leave yeah. and you're like, damn, did you see what Florence Pugh was doing? Florence Pugh is so fun. In Little Women. Yeah. She's so fucking fun. Oh, my God. I'm just, like, picturing her when she's crying uh, about, like, her getting in trouble with her teacher. And then... And also, anytime she was, like, like trying to get Timothy's or Lori's attention because, like, she was, like, the youngest child and, like... Uh Uh-huh. She's, like, I'm making a mold of my feet. (laughs) Because she is, like... The small and daintiest feet in the family. Yeah, and it's so believable. Like I, like ugh, it's just good shit. Yeah, no, she. It's, it's shocking and surprising how well she played like thirteen, fourteen years old. Did you ever have crushes on your sister's friends? Uh yeah, yeah. I Darcy would never admit it to me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm, there was there are no Lori's, but. Yeah, yeah, I was not hanging out with any lorries either. (laughs) (laughs) But I know, and like, that's, I guess my biggest complaint about the movie was it does seem like the turnover from him being head over heels in love with Joe to wanting to be, but I guess it's when he professes his love for her, it's when they're younger. 
Yeah, that's well, the thing. I mean, it's still like a few years ago. Yeah. I, I don't know exactly how much the turnover is, but there is some time. Um, and I did like the thing I noticed the second time in the movie, which I told you, is the when Joe is kind of talking to Marmy and being like, if I said yes, do you think he'd take me back? And I think that's kind of an act of her being like, I want to go back to the way things used to be. Mm-hmm. But then she falls asleep and she has a dream about like the first time she saw Louis Garrel. And mm-hmm. then she wakes up and everyone's home, you know? Mm-hmm. And so, but I do think that it's like, that's at least Greta being like, she wants things to go back to where they were, but like her, I think her true love interest is in New York. And then she wakes up and Timothy tells her, and you're like, you're heartbroken, but you are like, she was, she's not in this still. Like she's upset at the loss of what she felt like she had and no longer Right, has. and also she's like probably just lonely, which is what she says. And that's something that everyone goes through. And it's like you can get yourself, you can go into relationships to just like try to solve that problem, but that's not going to be as rewarding. And I think that's, you know, because Marmy, when she's like telling her, like, do you think he'll take me back or want to be with me? Like, if he asked me to marry him again, I would say yes. And Marmy was like, but do you love him? And she just like kind of like ignores the question. Yeah. And it's almost like that's not important, but like, Again, that's not a solution to loneliness. And I like I don't I just like I think it's really refreshing that the movie touches all of these different aspects of just like yeah. being a human being and how complicated humans are and our minds are and our emotions are because yeah, like you could be with anyone, but And it's very rare I think that like a book, especially from that time period, would put so much focus on like the difference between like being love and loving being loved and loving someone versus like Mm -hmm. being in love you know because like I think in any other situation the fact that Lori loved her and they get along so well and they are like family would just be the end of it but like yeah and the fact that he was like wealthy and like they could just marry her off and that would be great and she would pop out solve all the problems yeah yeah and no it's like And then it's like totally the thing where you're like, I mean, it's like the same as like if you like, but then there is the aspect of like, okay, even if I didn't want to marry him and I did love him, like the fact that your sister then marries him, you're like, okay, even if I didn't want him, this is kind of fucked up. (laughs) Yeah. But like, but then so much of it is like, she is like, I mean, she's not the oldest sibling, but she is the older sibling and you see it kind of happen over and over again where she kind of shields herself or you know sacrifices her own emotions for amy's mm-hmm. and i mean even when she's angry you know that like amy seems to she says like amy gets out of all the difficult stuff but like she's still one of the people trying to keep her you know happy and shielded and when she gets to go to paris and joe doesn't and it's clearly heartbroken like i don't know it's just so good and it feels so real i'm tearing up literally thinking about this movie and just how sweet it is <laughs> I'm not even being dramatic. I have tears welling up my eyes because I'm also thinking about how, like, she gets so mad when Amy burns her manuscript. Yes. And then she's like, I'm going to go ice skating with Lori. And Amy's like, you said I could come with. And she's like, no. And, like, runs out. And Lori tells her, like, stay near the edge because um, the ice, you can it's a lot thinner in the middle. And right. so she sees Amy coming and she has – 
no uh desire to warn her because she's just kind of like fuck you you just screwed me over and then amy does like she falls and you can see just how quickly joe like immediately regrets it she rushes to her and it's just also one of those things where sisters or you know siblings get in fights all the time like that's i don't think my sister and i can be in the same house for probably more than like 48 hours without us like snipping at each other a little bit because that's just like how siblings are it's the dynamic (laughs) but then also it's like these are the people like these are the only people who have shared this like same experience with you and so there you know obviously there is a love there and just like how quickly joe rushed back to her and like felt so badly about the whole scenario yeah, just, and then the other thing is I truly think, like, as much as Joe is, like, bummed she can't go to France and then, like, kind of caught off guard that Amy and Lori are together, like, mm-hmm. I really think long-term, like, she won't hold that against her, you know? Like, that's, no. like, kind of a, like, a feeling that'll hurt, like, for a little bit, but, like, she wants the best for her and is so happy for her, and, you know, I think it's that's, you know quickly sidetracked even like when they're all getting ready when she's gonna go you know tell louis Garrel that she loves her and or that she loves him and amy's like you know helping her primp and you can tell they're just like so excited and so happy and they're all in the cart together and i don't know it's i, I want to cry too now <laughs> yeah i don't think that joe would ultimately i think it's like mostly the shock of amy and laurie being together and like also because she is kind of grappling with this loneliness Loneliness, and she thought that was going to be the solution but like ultimately i feel like they her and laurie love each other but like she obviously loved him more as like a brother and so now you know he's her brother-in-law yeah and that's nice too yeah Hmm. I mean, I could, I like, could honestly go on forever, but I feel like we should stop. <laughs> I would say it's so funny because Micah asked me what we were talking about, and I said Little Women, and I was like, honestly, like, it's been a minute since I've seen the movie. Uh, we were we were supposed to talk about this on the 29th, and we didn't uh, because of Meg. But Sorry. I was like, I don't know what I'm going to talk about, and then here we are, and I'm just like, I want to, I'm like replaying the movie in my mind, trying to think if I could like squeeze in a. a viewing of it before I have to go help someone move which I can't there's literally like, like I just keep the more tonight. we talk about it, the more the more things I have to say so I'm cutting myself off <laughs> okay do you have anything you want to recommend so I've been thinking because I was like oh I should recommend something that might get nominated for an Oscar like a movie mm-hmm. or something that I saw and so I think I'm gonna recommend and I didn't know that it was gonna like mess me up so much but I saw the movie Honeyland, which is about a beekeeper in Macedonian, and it's on Hulu. Yeah. And I don't know. Like, at one point, I just started crying (laughs) a little bit, and I was like, this is, like, really good, and it's more than I thought it was. I don't know. It's, like, kind of, like, a commentary on, like, the environment, but also just, like, I mean... Like, when it starts, you're like, how could I ever relate to this person who, like, lives out in the middle of nowhere and, like, so removed from society and, like, we have nothing in common. But it's, like, mm-hmm. very, very human story. And I liked it a lot. So. Nice. Honeyland. It's obvious. It's subtitled, right? It is subtitled. Okay. I was like, I have about two hours to kill. Maybe I'll watch that while I'm, like, getting ready and whatnot. But. Yeah. It's not. Kinda. It's going to be hard to multitask. Yeah. 
Um, I don't really have a recommend. I've been bad at this. I listen to the new Selena Gomez album. Oh, okay, that it's can be it. Fine. Yeah. It's fine. I'm looking right now at uh my custom light box that has our logo in it. Ooh. So maybe I can recommend at Fitzgerald Furniture <laughs> on Instagram. <laughs> oh, he has a furniture Insta? Yeah. I don't follow that. You'll have to. But I'm doing it right now. All right. Uh, I guess that's all that I have. Do you want to sing anything? Okay. Um, we've already heard me sing twice today. Um, and then I'm going to drop in the audio. Right. Uh, uh, I guess, I guess, no, I have nothing to sing yet. All right. Uh, yesterday I was, this is funny, but I read something that said like, um, like talk around the house so that your bunny gets used to your voice. Mm -hmm. And so yesterday I put headphones on and was, um, like cleaning and singing the Jersey Boys soundtrack. And I will say... I think it went really well. I was like, you can just play our podcast. You can leave it on when you go to work. It's actually a really good plan. (laughs) He listens to my podcast. We get a bunch of streamings. This is a win-win. Yeah. All right. Well, until next time, we'll talk about the Oscar war Oscar noms. Oscar noms. Oh, my God. I'm so excited. All right. Talk to you later. Bye. Bye. To follow us on social media, follow us at on the underscore download on Twitter and at on the download podcast on Instagram. You can also find us individually at meganspell.com and laurenoriega.com.